Welcome to The Table, where three women of three generations are navigating together how to pursue God as Father, Jesus as Lord, and Spirit as Shepherd through every stage of life. It doesn't always look pretty, and it's never perfect, but we're always aiming to sharpen each other as iron on iron. So sister, pull up a chair, settle in, and get ready to grow with us in today's episode of The Iron Women. Welcome back, sisters. We are so excited for today's episode. We are talking about something that we have been waiting to release and launch and talk to you guys about for a very long time. It's been a long time coming, and that is the Spiritual Growth Plan. But before we even start talking about that, we're going to do our uplifting and encouraging connection (laughs) card question. Yeah, I'm thrilled about this one. Um, it's not uplifting or encouraging, and it may have you in anxiety, panic attacks. Yeah. If you suffer from anxiety, panic attacks, or uh, terror. Yeah. Or have um, ever been in house fires before. Or have yeah. ever been in house fire. Uh, trigger. This trigger warning. Trigger warning. Our question is, assuming all your family and all your pets are safe. That's key. That's key. Because that's what matters most. That's what matters mm-hmm. most. Assuming all family and pets are safe. What three things would you grab in a house fire? Okay, I'm going first so I can just then sit here and not think about it anymore because I hate this topic. I want to protest this question, but um, (laughs) I was outvoted. Okay, so yeah, I'm just going to keep it simple. My laptop, even though they say everything's in the cloud, I don't know how to get it out of the cloud. Um, there's, There's elements, I think maybe my phone. Um, and then, uh, oh, crud, what was, oh, my pocketbook, because like, you know, all those in like your driver's license and stuff. And that's just a pain to have to go that's redo. True. So we have like a firebox re- in the house. Yeah, I'm rethinking my list. Oh, you can't take mine. Oh, so you just grab your firebox. Well, no, that's <laughs> what Jeff said. Three. He, well, he, that's what he said. We have a firebox that has some other stuff in it, but that's what it is. It's oh, so two, there yeah, is a fire. Yes. It, okay. Yes. I, I so yeah, there's my three. Y'all talk. I'm going to think about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, Deanna has been out. House fires before. Yes, two house fires. <laughs> Me too. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yes. I've been in I don't two know house why we too. let Erica talk us into I this. I know. I don't know. I My mean, house. I've been in one. You have? One With- of Mama's is probably the same. Our house caught on fire. Oh, three. Oh my dang goodness. <laughs> see, mama see how I blocked this out. <laughs> see, I thought I would win two truths and a lie with this Mm-mm. one. Like, And I've yeah. rescued a woman out of her burning house. So mama's had four. Yeah, I don't like this topic. Well, dang, girl. I know. But tell us about yours. Yes. Okay, well, enough um, about me. <laughs> enough about me. Let's talk about you. Um, okay, so I would definitely grab the one thing that's like in my mind right now is my, my son, my youngest son's blanket. Because that child cannot sleep without his blanket. <laughs> All right. And so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's one of them. And because, you know, he'd probably be upset and his blanket would help him. And so that's one. Um, definitely my laptop because I do all of my work yeah, and stuff. Yeah, your business. Yeah, everything is on my laptop. And I, too, keep things in the cloud. So I think I'd be okay, but it would be a pain. And that would just stress me out. Yeah. So that, and then my pillow. 
because I have gone through so many freaking pillows Mm -hmm. and I finally found one that I like and that is comfortable and I would probably be pretty stressed out and I would want a good night's sleep with my pillow. Yeah. Well, all right. There you go. I think that I think that's good. Those are, those are good choices. I think that's good. Good all choices. Right. And my cell phone's an extension of my body, so that would obviously be yeah. with me. That's what I was wondering if, like, <laughs> yeah, the sun would have grabbed the blanket too as you're grabbing him on the way yeah, out. Yeah. See, yeah, there you go. So mm. all my pieces are covered. Yeah. Do I have to start over? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would probably be the obvious: the cell phone. Um. I would throw the cell phone in the purse and then grab the purse. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that's one grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second grab is we, me and my husband, I have both of us that have like the, you know, the important boxes of documents mm-hmm. and yeah. papers and insurance information mm-hmm. and passwords yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, we have each of a box with a handle. So I'd be like, we're grabbing those. Is it a fire box? It's not. It's plastic. Oh, I know what to get y'all for Christmas. Oh, yeah, that, that, that is a good one. And so not fun, it would be the purse, <laughs> Practical. the purse with the phone, and it also has the wallet in it, that box. And then my third thing, this is where I'm really torn because I have a lot of deep connection to a lot of nostalgic things. She has a deep connection to every little trinket in her house. Yeah, it my house something. is the house that family heirlooms go to die. So yeah. <laughs> everyone knows not to give them to yeah. me. <laughs> um, so while I'm tempted to be like, grab something nostalgic, like mm. from her childhood. Mm. Would it be the JFK collection? Would it be the drinks mm. collection? Would it be the Mickey Mouse collection? Would it be the Anastasia <laughs> the collection? Is, Would it be I the, couldn't. I could be the pock pocketbook collection if i picked one of them the other of the collections would be like why did she pick that one and they'd be offended (laughs) as they're burning in the fire yes (laughs) yes so i feel like i almost should be really trivial and grab something i know that like i would need within 24 hours and not want to go out and buy Mm. which is my bag of skincare (laughs) (laughs) because i live and die by my skincare routine i i know people who are like this too Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like my pillow like you've searched forever for it and you finally found something that works and yeah well i can use a lot of different products it's just my bag has like 30 products in it and i and i rotate each day which ones i used there's 600 bucks in that bag that's the thing that's the thing if i would have to go replace all of that yeah for something that yeah. I use every day, twice a day, yeah. religiously, yeah, I can't go to sleep and I can't wake up without doing it, and it costs that much money to replace all the products in there. Yeah. I would have to grab my skincare back. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. That's like that's important to me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that would be mine. A little caveat to the question. So in your experiences, so that's what we think and hope we would grab. In your actual experience with house fires. What is something you actually grabbed that maybe didn't make sense in the rush? I just like I, I didn't grab anything. Didn't grab anything. Didn't I grab just, anything. I ran out the freaking door. I just door. made sure my kids and pets were out. Well, yeah, yeah. After that, you didn't think about anything else. Nope. 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 Really? Really? Yeah. Because when our house caught on fire, I was in uh, eighth grade. Yeah. The side of our house caught on fire. It was more the no, garage. No, no, no. The car blew up. But it caught and our house it on was fire. Heading toward, we were about three feet from the house, and the garage was starting. The garage door was starting to melt. Well, the top, the the A frame was on fire. Yeah, no, it was not. The house it never caught be- on fire. It the flames were licking that high, but it never caught. If it would have caught fire, Erica, it would have burned. 
Yeah. Dang. But our, our, our neighbors got on it really quickly. Wow. Um, but yeah, so the whole front of the garage door and the A-frame and stuff had to be replaced. Yeah. And when I was a little girl, you know, two times in the middle of the night, parents waking you up and grabbing you. And the one time, like we, we live right by my dad's church. So we're in the church and we knew he went back into the house. Oh my goodness. And so, yes, I do. I do not like this conversation at yeah. all. And so I'm going to take over hosting. I, so <laughs> well, um, I just want to get into our topic. I just for wanted the day. to say, to answer my own question, <laughs> since y'all didn't have an answer. Y'all apparently didn't grab anything. I grabbed something. What'd you grab? I grabbed my cell phone, my purse, just like I said, and I grabbed the most random. I grabbed something on my nightstand that I, I don't remember what it was, but it ended up being, it didn't matter. But it was just like the closest thing to me in the moment. <laughs> it felt like you had to grab. And I was like, I have to grab something, grab everything I can fit in my arms yeah. and get out, get out to the street. Well, I oh think too, at that point, we didn't know where your brother was. I don't remember that part. Yeah. Your brother wasn't in the house. He was out playing with the neighborhood oh. kid across the street. And he had just joked about playing with fire the day before. And so daddy goes into our navigator that was burning that had just the front just exploded because we thought maybe Jonathan and his friend were in were the navigator. In oh, oh, I don't my remember God. that Yeah, part. because they played with, oh. Yeah. And so then the neighbors were all looking around and then here comes Jonathan running up behind me. I'm sitting on the curb just crying, screaming at Jeff. And Jonathan comes up and he's like, mama, mama, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And then I was, I was okay. I do remember daddy was like, just let the cat out in the backyard. Yeah. (laughs) But mom was like, Harley, Harley, get Harley. And then we forgot about Angel for like half a second. And daddy was like, Angel, the cat, just let the back door open. She'll escape. She knows what to do. And she did. I think we got her back in. But yeah, Yeah. I just remember that. Yeah. It was your indoor cat. Dog, priority. Cat, she'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. right. Cats Uh, always do. Yeah. They do. They got nine lives. Nine lives. Yeah. Yeah. That cat did that nine lives. She really did, unfortunately. Okay, now moving on. Um, Yes, I moved on. Nobody ever says that about dogs. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Unfortunately, Uh, my cat lived her nine lives. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So today is a very exciting episode. Today and next week, actually. This is part one of a like two-part little mini-series. And we are discussing the spiritual growth plan. Um, what are we talking about here, ladies? Because probably a lot of listeners, um, if you go to the same church as we go to, you've probably heard about this before in the last year. Um, or if you're just personal friends, you know, follow any of us on Facebook, you've probably seen something about this, but if you are not connected to any of us in any of those ways, this is brand new to you. So we first want to start talking about what is the spiritual growth plan and how did it come into being? Yeah. I, I guess that starts with me. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, okay, I'm bad on years. So let's just say between 10 and 15 years ago, um, I started having, facing this dilemma in my life of, like I talked about earlier in the last previous podcast of spiritual growth. And so whenever I come to a dilemma about something, at that point in my spiritual walk, I really just learned to like, okay, God, I have a dilemma about this. Can you give me some you know, insight on this? And so through the course of that year, 
this idea of um, Ephesians 2.10 was really on my mind um, that, you know, God prepared beforehand in eternity mm-hmm. past the good deeds, the good works that he would have me to do. Mm-hmm. And so I started meditating on that and thinking, okay, so you already have planned out what you want Deanna to do to build your kingdom. Mm. And then I'm I'm surrounded with in scripture, um, just verses that led me to the, the, the belief system of we go to him for guidance, yeah. we seek him for wisdom. Um, and so I realized up until that point, my direction and guidance were usually I was get, I would make that request based on situational things. Like, okay, oh, here I am at a decision. Lord, give me guidance. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah, I oh, what am I going to do about that? Oh, give me direction in that. Mm-hmm. And so as these two thoughts emerged in my head or basically collided in my head, I started thinking like, God, do is it okay to just start asking you if I can say, where do you want me to go in my spiritual growth? And, um, you know, it's not going to look exactly the same for everyone. And mine's going to be different than someone else. But if you already have works ordained for me, where exactly do you want me to go? And that ended up landing me around the time of that year. It was September, October-ish. And so what I started doing was I just started asking God, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to focus on? What area do you want me to grow in? You know, what do I need to learn? What do I need to get out of my life Mm -hmm. in order to be what you want me to be? Not just today, a year from now, two years from now, but five, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. And that was, um, it start, that started happening in my late, late, late thirties, um, early forties. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was the brainchild or just the direction God started giving me for even having a thought of planning out my spiritual growth. So what, when he started showing you what that meant, and this has been over a decade process easily, yeah. like what were the slow little baby steps mm. that led you, you started putting little things together and the stack yeah. started growing higher. What were some of those baby steps you started doing that eventually was all combined, the right. spiritual growth plan? Well, uh, let me first say, like, I don't, this isn't inspired stuff. Um, you know, this, these are just some really good practical ideas that I, I, I drew out from basically biblical principles. And so this isn't necessarily inspired. So I'm not saying like, oh, yes, there's a God revealed these words for this plan and everything. Yeah. I, I don't go down that road. But I do feel like I was really directed. Yeah. And so in order for me to kind of figure out what this was going to look like, I just started thinking about it. And this was one of the things that I realized. I have been very random. Yep. So when I mean random, it was like, oh, okay, so, oh, this book came out. Mm-hmm. Let me just do that book. Oh, this Bible study came out. Oh, this devotional book. I just found it. Mm-hmm. And um, or like, what are the people around me doing? Or, um, OK, a pastor suggested this. And so it was kind of random, not real heartfelt or personally directed to. So I'm like, OK, I don't want to be random. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be kind of very orderly about this. Think this through. The other thought was that. I was realizing I planned for other things. Mm. 
And God made me aware that I wasn't planning for this. I was just kind of letting it happen by happenstance. Yeah. And so I was, I started thinking like, oh my goodness, like, you know, I remember at that stage of our lives, we, we had done some, you know, pretty nice vacations for our family. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I have put in like six months to a year yeah. in planning a family vacation. Yeah, I put planning into like a moving scenario that yeah. we did. I put planning into what we were going to eat that week yeah. in meals. <laughs> and I realized, oh my goodness, I do plan, even people that aren't planners have somewhat of a plan, even if it's a chaotic plan. So I'm like, okay, so I don't want to be random and I actually want to plan. So then I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And I I don't know, like, this is just how God works with me. He sends things along my way that kind of help me in that direction. Mm -hmm. And so one of those things was a book called the spiritual disciplines for the Christian life written by Donald S. Whitney. And, um, I just started reading it Mm. and I could tell that he came from somewhat of a background that I did. I could just pick that up because my fear in this was this. I just come out of all that legalistic stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. And I don't want to go down that road Mm -hmm. and three chapters and 15 minute prayer. Yeah. And so, um, so I, I kind of went through his book, but all the while in this time, just, okay, I'm going to stay alert. Uh, somewhere around that time in my life, I was listening to something or someone and they taught me the concept of when you do ask God for direction and things like that, stay alert, mm. stay alert to things. Cause I've specifically asked him and he will specifically answer me. So what I did was no matter where I was, if, if something would kind of hit me, and that's, that's the only way I can say it, mm-hmm. um, I would jot it down on whatever I had, and I would start throwing things over onto a pile. And this pile started accumulating. And what I did was by the end of November-ish, around Thanksgiving, because I was teaching school at the time, mm-hmm. I knew I was coming up on some downtime. I'm like, okay, during this holiday time, I want to look at this stuff and kind of see like if there's a common mm-hmm. common area that God's leading me to. Yeah. And it just so happened that he was. Mm. And as I I'm like, okay, like maybe that was a fluke. You know, and so I I started just kind of organizing it in my own way. So the next year I'm like, well, I'm going to try this again. And so I was a little more intentional about it. And then I started noticing like someone randomly would put a book in my hand, like here, I found this book and I thought you would like it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, (laughs) like that is on the area. Like I think God's want me to go. And it was almost like, okay, like, okay. But what I think God showed me is that Deanna, when you ask, I will answer you. Yeah. And so I have been doing this concept personally now for almost 15 years. It was very raw and crude in the beginning. And I think it wasn't really till about three or four years in that I'm actually like, hey, I think I need to start writing this process down. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, maybe I need to just go to Walmart and get a planner. 
like, you know, just a regular planner and just start putting some of these thoughts. Um, And so I have now, I have a stack probably two to three feet high of my journals and random planners that I've been using now all these years to develop what I now call a spiritual growth plan myself. Yeah. Yeah. So now I want to bring in Lauren Mm. um, and ask what was your just general introduction to this idea and concept from mama and how did that come to be where you also became a passionate and a part of it? (laughs) So, okay. My right hand woman. (laughs) Okay. So this was again, man, this is just, this is where God's providence is just, it's almost like he's sovereign or something. uh, Almost like it's, you know, it's, I would, I would border on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being sarcastic (laughs) for any of you question that. Anyways. Um, so we, Deanna, I mean, we were, we were a, a newer part of the church. This is like, um, probably within the first year that we were there. And Deanna and I had kind of been getting to know each other a little bit because I expressed some interest in wanting to be in like women's ministry and stuff and that I had had like a heart for it and everything. And so she was kind of bringing me into some of the things that she was doing. And randomly, I get this text message on like a Thursday or something. She's like, hey, I'm doing this thing with some of the women from my Saluda class, like a, a class that she teaches. And, you know, if you can make it, it's this Saturday, I'm just going to kind of walk them through like how I intentionally plan my spiritual life. I was like, that sounds interesting. That sounds like something I need. Like, okay. And we just happened to have Mark and I both happened to have that Saturday off. And I think the kids were, were doing something. So we didn't have the kids. And um, so my husband and I both actually, cause I remember Mark saying, that sounds really cool. Can I go? And I was like, well, let me text Deanna. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how do you I feel? I don't usually about teach men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and she was like, yeah, come on. Like, why not? And so we both went and she introduced us to this idea of like spiritual growth planning and, um, just how to be intentional and how to look for themes in your life that the Lord might be leading you in and how to even like ask him for direction and all this stuff. Right. So we sat there for probably like two or three hours and she answered all because there was what, like six of us in there or something like that. I have little to no recollection. <laughs> I didn't remember this. this at all when Lauren first said this. <laughs> this is so funny to me. It's oh like a goodness. defining moment of Lauren's <laughs> life. But Mom was like, huh? I mean, okay, so as you're telling it even right now, yeah. how uh, it's I, like I, vaguely. Yeah. yeah. Cause I teach so many little things yes. here and there that yes. people will just request. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what this was. That's how you had explained yes. it. You were like, just a couple of people are asking. And so I'm just going to sit them down and tell them what I yeah. do, you yeah. know? And, um, and so, yeah, Mark wanted to come. <laughs> so we ended up going and she answered all of our questions and basically like for each one of us kind of like walked us through personally, like, uh, okay, then this is what your growth plan should look like. This is what your growth plan like should coached look like. y'all in yeah. the moment. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, man, it was like mind blowing for me. I don't know. I just, because I'm, I was a lot like you, you know, mm. where I just, yeah. I had a lot of randomness and everything. Like I had passion. I had zeal Yeah. I, in moments. 
<laughs> that waned. That's called humanity. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but like I had no direction. And I too, just like if there was a Bible study thrown in front of me, I was like, oh yeah, that looks good. Oh yeah, I've struggled with that before. Oh yeah, that looks like, you know, and mm-hmm. I would just, and I'm the person that halfway finished everything and, you know, and just would quit. And because I didn't have a direction, I had no finish line. I had, mm-hmm. you know, I was just kind of tr- trying to love Jesus with all my heart, soul, mind, mm-hmm. and strength. And, you know, and it didn't like, but it didn't have any like gusto. I don't know, yeah. I guess yeah. if that makes sense. And so, um, we were handed this packet. <laughs> I do remember this. This is like a defining moment for me. <laughs> I'm fixing to be thrown under the bus. Like <laughs> I have like, since crawled. It out. was a great little packet. <laughs> it was a great little stapled packet. Hey, I was my own secretary <laughs> and still am most of the time. <laughs> Listen, it was good, but I remember um, Olympia was like, you got to do something with this or like, like, this Thanks, is, Olympia. This, <laughs> right? she's like, this is great, but like, this needs to go somewhere. And when she said that, I just got the little idea, like, huh, I think I could, that's probably like in my skill set. Like I could manage that. I have access to like all the graphic designing tools and everything with my job as a photographer. And then when we got home, Mark was like the biggest cheerleader for this thing. He was like, see, I didn't know this. Oh yeah. He was like, man, there's really something to this Lauren. Like there is substance here. This could be life changing. Think about all of our friends back home in Florida Hmm. who have like had similar conversations to us. Like they just wish they had some sort of like a guiding plan. Like they don't know where to start or they don't know what to like, Cause, and you had just gone through kind of like individually setting us up on like our own growth plan for the year, which was crazy awesome. And so he was just like, we need, we need to do something with this. We need to get this to a place where like it can reach the masses. Mm. Cause this could be life changing for mm. like people that we love and care about that. We don't really know how to answer in right, this area, yeah. you know? And so I was like, yeah, yeah, I think, I think I could do this. And so, um, at the time I was still learning the ways, uh, like, I know this sounds crazy, but I was still learning that like theology was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like I loved the Bible. I knew I had read my Bible through and through before. Um, I had done like some things with it. I thought I was studying by Googling words and looking (laughs) up verses that corresponded. (laughs) Hey, that's a start. Right. Right. It's something. Um, so but I didn't trust myself fully. And I knew Deanna was super, super busy, like just running ministries and like doing all that stuff. And so I pulled in another one of my good friends, Amanda, who I really trust, like just she's that girl's like a walking textbook about the Bible. Like she's (laughs) awesome. But anyways, I pulled her in and I was like, Hey, can we do something with this? And then Danny as well, because she's like admin connoisseur and she can like keep us all organized in this. And we had these like little team meetings and I had no clue this was going on. (laughs) And I had no idea that I was like doing something. Like I was just like, this just, this needs to be a thing. Can we make this a thing and and give it to Deanna? What year is this? This is two. We're in 2023. I guess it was. Is this 2021? This is 2020. That was COVID. 2021. Yeah, you came in COVID. Yeah, we yeah. came We came to the church okay. in 
in mm-hmm. what, like September of 2020. Erica, don't ask hard questions. I know. So Sorry. Yeah. I just want them was, to get a feel for how long it's it, taken to get to today. Yeah. Because yeah, it's about a three years. Yeah. 20, okay. It was 2021, like early 2021. Okay. okay. Y'all are having your little it in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. And so in 2021, I like put together like Deanna's brainchild and like mm-hmm. made it an actual like cohesive like planner mm-hmm. thing. And so then I ca- like kind of like brought it to her and I was like, hey, <laughs> look what I made. What do you think? <laughs> look what I made, mommy. Yeah. Look, look, look. <laughs> I, I was like, now look. I do remember that day. <laughs> yes. Because she placed this thing in my hand that was, it It was like a, a planner like you buy at the store. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, I don't know. I remember just being kind of like, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah, like this is it. Like, what did you? When did this and what and I? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a gift that was. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you brought it to her. Yeah. She obviously liked it. She yes. didn't say, "I hate it." Throw right. it in the trash. How <laughs> <No>. dare you? <laughs> well, and to, like. And at the time, like I was su- like super naive to the fact that like I'm meddling in someone's like life yeah. work, you know, yeah. like I'm like, I'm just like, people need clueless. this. This is, yeah, right. Yeah. This is like my exhorter gift, right? Like yeah. I stumble across something that helps me spiritually grow and I want to amplify it. everyone to have it. That's yeah. just my gift. And yeah. so, and so that's what I, I was like, we can, we can now do something like it cannot be just six people in a room. Like we can give this, like yeah. people can like learn and understand and, and know the process of how to do this. Deanna, like this is the, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, and up until then I had taught it a few times. Yes. I had taught it to, um, the women at my church and I remember putting it in the, I remember searching high and low for those, those tablet folders that look like old fashioned doctor things. Oh yeah. Where they would have the, the, the things where they come in and mark Yeah, because we added to this. Well, I added to it, um, later on another book from Donald Whitney on, um, 10 questions to diagnose your spiritual health. Yes. And so it kind of, it kind of broke out a little bit into that as well. And so I remember even doing like a little video clip. I got, I got my friend's doctor's coat and stethoscope <laughs> and I was advertising yeah. for coming out. Out to learn how to diagnose yes. your oh, spiritual health. I do health. remember this. Yes. Yeah, I do remember this. So, I mean, I did move it at times from just a stapled or paperclip pack yeah. of paper <laughs> to this thing. And I remember setting it up like all like a doc. I'll have to bring that out and show you because yeah. I was quite skilled in doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, I was quite proud of myself. And I had already been doing it like, you know, in my mentoring and discipling women. Right. Just right. sharing the basic concept of that plan. Yes. Um, but never having the concept of, wow, could this, I don't know why I never thought to take the plan because I bought planners Yeah, and I would adapt them. And I even bought yes. one, another one that was along the line of a Christian type planner, Yeah, but it didn't have a plan. Yes. It didn't have a plan. Yeah. It was just a resource. Yeah. So yeah. how did we go from the, you like, Lauren showing mama, like this is like, uh, it has a plan. Like there can be, it's on physical, tangible resource and in your hand, how did it go from that moment to like today? Cause I know the last year has been a whole process of mm-hmm. reforming it. Cause there Refining was talk about last year, about a year ago was like the a big step 
for yeah. for the plan. Yeah. Well, from what I and what I remember, and I have an awful memory, um, <laughs> we were like, okay, do we try? Because it's based on a September, October starting right. the prayer process. Right. Do we attempt to like get it out in 2022? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm looking at them and I'm like, okay, I can do it as far as teaching it. Right. Can y'all take what you did? Because I didn't know the process they did with this. Yeah. And Lauren being the excited, zealous person. <laughs> yes, we can. We can. We will. Oh my God. I'll never tell you no. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to live her, but I'll never tell you no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, she, she did. And and we 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 did a few edits, not yes. much, because I was just... Well, we didn't have a, to- a, a lot of time. We didn't have a lot of time. And it was such a... It was such a God thing. Yeah, Because really Lauren, by that point, La- Lauren is very attentive to things. Mm. And she really picked up my lingo yeah. um, and my heart. Mm-hmm. And it was going to take someone yes. other than yes. Mama yes. to mm-hmm. promote her own product and right. life work. It was well, going to require yeah, yeah. someone that had the, took mama's heart, had the same heart and t- same vision, yeah. yeah. but it could not be mama. Yeah. 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 I don't know what you call that in the world. Like the, you have the visionary and then you yeah. have the production manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what that is, but yeah. And it was very, it was, it was somewhat stressful, chaotic, but there was a handful of girls that were like super excited and they yes. were willing to do anything to get this thing. And so I'll let you take it from there since you were mostly in the madness yeah, of that. Yeah. So we, we had like a handful of revisions. Again, we didn't have a ton of time to like get this out there because like September in order to introduce this thing in the fall was very quickly approaching. So, um, we, we tried the best that we could to get it to where it was like usable, you know? And, um, we ended up like, we did the whole, like we printed it, we bound, <laughs> there was what, like four or five women. Okay. First of all, we thought we did this like spiritual growth workshop and yeah. we thought like, Deanna's like, I don't know, print like 30 planners. Yeah. Like, I didn't think like, anybody would want prepare it. Prepare for like 30 women, right? <laughs> okay. A hundred. I think it, it was like, like 108 or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. A hundred and eight women mm-hmm. signed up for this thing. And like, they I all pooped their pants. <laughs> I, I was like. <laughs> I only bought rings for 30. And so like, so I'm like scrambling to like figure out how I am going to put together a hundred planners. And I'm like, no, there's absolutely no way. And so then we had a few admin girls mm-hmm. who are great at admin. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I put together the resource, but <laughs> yeah. the whole organizing, the, like that's not one of my spiritual, that's not a yeah. top spiritual gift. So anyways, I did the best that I could, but these poor admin girls were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> how come, why aren't we doing it this way. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm a creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so anyways, we we're like all in a room hustling, like crazy, like putting together a hundred planners. Like, mm. and that's, that's all that we did. We just put together a hundred and then we kept getting orders after. And I yeah. had to like put together like 10 more planners myself. But anyways, like it was, it was crazy chaos, but we got it done. And sure enough, this workshop went off and man, the responses that yeah, it was like, fun. Yeah. It was like, it was exactly what I felt in my heart. People need this. Mm-hmm. People need this. This is going to bless so many people yeah. who struggle with just having direction right. for their spiritual walk. And I don't know, the feedback has been 
insanely encouraging. Yeah. I um, remember sitting in the workshop I attended, obviously, and I think Mama opened up the workshop and just kind of gave like, what did y'all even sign up to come into today? Yeah. <laughs> and she was going to explain like a little bit of what you just heard. Like this has been years in the making. This yep. is the Lord's work in my life. Um, and I, it, it just has changed my life. And then she allowed Lauren to walk through the actual process of the plan and mm -hmm. how to create that, build that, which we are going to get to, um, in the next episode, the yeah. actual evaluation process of how to fill out and complete your plan mm -hmm. and yeah. build that. Um, but when we, I wanted to first preface all of that with a little bit more of the foundation of the spiritual growth plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would y'all say is like a core value, a core concept that is unique to this plan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know the core value because, it, you know, I was the core value person. Yeah. So, um, you know, the first ones I mentioned before was the scripture Ephesians 2.10. And so what one of the core values is to really make this to where it's um, specific to that individual. Mm -hmm. And I think this is this is where I think our dilemma will come in the future because yeah. of helping coach people through this. And it's, it, so, it's so personalized. It is. It's very personalized. It's not cookie cutter. Mm -mm. And so um, because as the three of us sit here, we know that God has ordained an eternity past different works for mm -hmm. us to do. And so it was based on that as well as the truth that God says, I can ask him for guidance in my life. So there came this other thing, which is what we talked about is the complete mindset change towards yeah. your life. And this was coming out of a lot of things that I've been personally studying and teaching. And even Lauren, um, I realized had, had been given this mindset of life and probably didn't even realize it was a mindset of life, mm -hmm. but it was setting your daily priorities with, or your daily, what you have to do. We call them limitations. Yeah. Just setting your daily life within the context of your spiritual priorities. Yeah. So letting the spiritual aspect of my life be the guiding force and then everything else going into it. Yeah. So that is the ultimate goal yeah. of the spiritual growth plan. The dilemma comes with this. When you try it the first, second, and third years, mm -hmm. you, I don't <laughs> know that you really get a good grip on it. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to be our dilemma in as we work with women, because they're going to feel like in that first year, oh, yeah. You know, okay. Because if we think about it, a mindset change toward anything is not an easy process. Listen, right. just get me to try to just get me to try to change my favorite meal to your favorite meal. Right. You know, I mean, things like that are just, it's hard to do change a mindset. So I, I realized that as I was staying diligent in my pursuit of spiritual growth, mm -hmm. that God was changing my mind. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't now think of all the other things in life as I do this first and then I put God in, but I now think, okay, the good deeds that I believe he has for me, my spiritual gifting, that comes first Yes, and everything else. So in, in the process of that, I've quit jobs. 
Yeah. I've quit jobs in the process of that. I've started nonprofit ministries in my community as a result of that. So it just completely changed the direction and course of my life. And I truly feel like, I mean, I, I do not have regret of the last 15 years, basically, because I really, I really do believe unless I've just missed it somewhere along the way. I believe I've done exactly what God has ordained me to do. Not perfectly. Right, right, right. And, you know, I've sinned along the way, obviously, all that. But I really believe, like right now, I am smack dab in the center of God's will and purpose for my life. Yep. He showed it to me. He brought me here. And just even the development of this, this Mm -hmm. blows my mind. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It blows my mind. Yeah. And so, so core value is that for me. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say, Lauren, a core value that is unique to this? Yeah. I definitely think that like, first of all, the evaluation process for me was something that I had never Mm, done before. I had never evaluated my spirituality. I had never even put thought to that. I was, you know what I mean? Um, and so that was definitely a game changer for, for me, but it was very much, um, definitely that mindset change that like, this is like our Christian walk is a full integration of Christ in our lives and, and us moving from a place of like where we are motivated and asking him first, like how we go about things and everything else. And I had had a lot of friends and stuff who just kind of, they were just kind of like me, just like floating along, but they weren't, they weren't giving care or thought to like God's input, but they were Christian, you know? And so, um, and I would always like try and encourage that and everything, but I didn't, I didn't really know how, like, I didn't know, um, how to like, I'm like, I don't know. Just like do pr- it. Pray. <laughs> yeah. Like do yeah. it. Like just yeah. make him first. Yeah. Make him first. Like, yeah. you, you just, oh, what do you mean? You saying like, that reminds me. Remember we, t- we, I was telling you about how, um, the Lord changed my thought process in that priority list. Like yes. I was kind of raised like God, yes. then family. Yes. And then like some people it was, it was work, work or church or ministry. Yeah. yeah. And God started revealing to me through just real biblical teaching, yeah. especially coming from Colossians, right. that Christ wants to be first foremost, preeminent in every aspect. So my mindset chart started changing. Okay. So it's not God, number one, number two, number three, number four. It's God first in my family. God first in my relationship with him. God first in my ministry work, in my um, secular work, in in my parenting. It's God first in all of these. And I remember when I shared that to you in this process, you were like, Yes. Yes. But like, I hadn't even thought of it that way. Like I had been attempting to like operate out of that. Yeah. Like, so it it was already like a core value in my heart. Right. But I didn't have words to put to it. And I had no practical way to like teach it to other people. Yeah. Or like even explain it to other people, you know, And, and my exhorter gift is like, like raging to do this, you know what yep. I mean? And so that, yeah, I don't know, just the whole, the whole concept of what this planner helps you like to, to like be inserted into. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say one thing too, because it's, this is like this spiritual growth plan. It's not the answer. Like it's not a formula. It's not like our relationship with God is not like a plus B equals right. Yeah. Forevermore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Forevermore. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, because your relationship with God isn't a formula. It's a, it's a relationship. There's 
But I will say in that there are some very practical, Mm -hmm. extremely effective things that we can be doing in order to foster that relational environment. Yeah. And so... That are biblical. That are biblical. Yeah. Practical that, yet that, biblical. That he like honors yeah. and, and mm-hmm. enters into and is like, I don't know. Like when I first got on this, I just, I really, really like when I was praying about this the first time, man, I just felt like, and I know that like nothing can take away. Like we, we are pleasing to God because of Christ. Cause we are covered in his blood. And like, that is our righteousness. Like we are righteous because of what Jesus has done for us. I know that full well, but man, there was some, there was just this warmth. I feel like that shined on me when I first got into this, mm-hmm. where like how me you too. said, like yeah. you just knew that you were in the will of God. That's what I felt. I was like, Oh man, yeah. God, I know that this is where you want me right now. Mm -hmm. And I am so beyond thankful for it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Something I've only done it a year, the last year. I've not done it. I'll admit very well. (laughs) I'm one of those people they're talking about that the first year, two, three years is a struggle to really get the true mindset. I'm still there. I'm still there. so. So, but something that I remember really impacting me from the workshop last September was y'all both just hammered on, this is not about perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know more type A people struggle with this, which I am type A more than a type B person. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be, I want to do things to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. I want to do things efficiently. If mm-hmm. I'm not, if I'm not can't do it the best, I don't want to do it at all. Yep. That's all what or nothing. I, yes. exactly. Yes. That was so, definitely me. But the heart on this that y'all just really got across that I had never heard of before was that it's not about perfection. It's not about completion. It's not about having every box in the plan mm-hmm. checked off yeah. right. when, at the end of the year. Right. Yeah. It's about when you get to the end of the year, mm-hmm. you are able to look back and yeah. see, as you guys have said, God did have a plan. And because I asked him to just give me a little insight into the plan, yeah. to plan for his plan, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that I can look back and be like, man, 20, 2023, actually... I have all these markers now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it perfectly, but good thing it's not about doing it perfectly. Right. It's about, mm-hmm. these are indicators that the Lord grew me in this area. Yes. The Lord yeah. grew me in, in this weakness, in this yes. struggle. I actually served in these areas. Yeah. I read, um, I read these authors about these things and I actually learned a lot. Um, it's, it's more of a marker and an indicator of what he how faithful he is to you more yes. than how faithful you are to him. Yeah. Well, and, that's what, I would and say. that's what it, it that's creates good. this heart of praise. Mm. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but like I got to the end of my first year and cause I have a very loud critic voice in my yeah. head that tells yeah. me I'm not, I'm never doing enough and I'm not doing it right. Yeah. And I'm not doing it good enough. Like all that. Right. So that's very loud. So sometimes I will quote unquote, look back on my life and it'll just be a very negative bend. Mm-hmm. And I just, yep. I so distinctively remember getting to the end of that first year doing this, which yeah. would have been 2022 and like seeing all of this positive or all of this stuff that the Lord grew me in. And like literally what it fostered was just a heart of complete praise and adoration and thankfulness. And I was just like, man, Lord, like you Mm -hmm. are so faithful. And so that's like, that's one of the things that this thing breeds. Well, when I started experiencing that, like in myself, yes. Yeah. And when I started seeing other people, it did the exact opposite of what a, a, a little like, underlying thing growing up, like I said, no, you should not notice your own spiritual growth in this because it'll make you proud. It did the exact opposite. Yes, It made me like, 
oh my word, Lord, look what you have done. Yes. And it was like, yeah. you work. Yeah. You really do work, yeah. Lord. Your plan works. Yes. It yes. did the exact opposite. It humbled me yep. and made me praise. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So in closing in on this episode, uh, what if there was a new person, we actually have a fourth empty chair here at our table. <laughs> if there was a person who had never heard of this. Welcome to the table. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. welcome. <laughs> right now we have a cheese stick <laughs> sitting in yeah. the fourth empty chair. snack bag is right there. <laughs> um, if there was a lady actually sitting here and she had never heard of this, never seen this before, this was her yeah. first time, what would you say to her to almost sell her on this. Like if you could say one thing to this person about the heart, the goal, the concept of this, what would you say? Hmm. That hasn't already been said. I know uh, we've said yeah. a lot, mm -hmm. but if, if there was an actual lady mm -hmm. sitting yeah. here, it's like, I want to grow. I don't know how. And you're telling me this is helping. Yeah. What are you talking about? What I'm saying is being able through a prayerful um, and guided process. Yep really know what to focus on. So I think that that comes from, I mean, learning women through the years, it was like when I would talk about spiritual growth, it would be so many, like, I just have to grow in so many areas, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's like, okay, this is going to help you focus on the areas that God is leading you to focus on specifically, not this vague thing out there yep. and not hoping that it happens by osmosis. Right. I mean, this is me and God and I'm saying, show me, show me, show me. And he starts showing me and then I plan for it and I try to do the best I can, though it's a mm -hmm. little messy at times and I have to regroup and I have to reevaluate yeah. but at the end it's just like dang yep i grew in that area yes and other people are noticing it and i notice it yeah so if you want to learn how to focus your spiritual growth mm -hmm. this is the tool and the thing is when they came to me about this I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm sure there's something out there like this, surely. And maybe there is that we've not found. Could be. But we we have searched and searched and searched for something. We I've seen bits and pieces of the idea. Yeah. In different things. Um, I've even seen like Christian type planners that yeah. put a few things out there, but it never comes with a prayerful spirit led process. Yeah. And lead you into yeah, it. Yeah. I need and that to hold you accountable to it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, there's so that, that's, that's the very that's short pitch? thing. I know. That's your pitch. <laughs> Lauren, yeah, what's it your works pitch? for me. Okay. <laughs> my pitch is going to go back to some things that I, that I say that I've said before in previous podcasts, but you create your own reality. This is not going to be easy. Yeah. And it's not going to be you know, like, I mean, we've had reports of people in tears. It's <laughs> 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 just so, I don't know where to start, you know? Okay. Like, but the thing is, is that you, you create the reality that, that you want in the, in the fact that if you're willing to choose these things and to go through this process, like, I don't, I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, you know what? Try it. Yeah try it like yeah. that. That would be like my, my, or, or don't. Yeah. How much longer 
or do you want to be in, in the muck and in the confusion and in the attempting to do this by your own strength and, you know, without like a something to help you and to hold your arms up in the process of, mm-hmm. of going through it, you know, like, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll, we're here. We'll be, we'll be here next year, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then maybe you'll be sick enough of whatever, like the struggle is mm-hmm. to actually give your efforts and give yourself over to a process that is, you know, tried and true. Again, it's, it's not, it's not a formula, but there's a lot a lot of fruit that comes from shifting into this kind of mentality and into this kind of a mindset, you know? And so, yeah, I dare you. I think there's, you know, like as we sit here, you know, when it, when it came to me, I was searching for an answer. Yes. Um, When Lauren came in and and some of the other women that came to me privately and said, what is this thing you talk about? You know, my own little thing I do. Um, I realized that that was with some women that were really seeking and desiring. Um, their their desire for spiritual growth was already kind of being yeah. flamed. Yes, I have I have seen this, and I don't say this to be critical, but when you start this, you are going to feel some uncomfortableness. Yeah, because I think the enemy has done a really great job of keeping us from spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. And part of that is just, we love our lifestyles. Um, we, we excuse our lifestyles. And so I will just, I'll be honest, there have been some women that I think, and I'm not just talking about last year, it's when I would do even some personally, yeah. that I would do this, I would go over with, I would meet with them, I would stay. And they would come to times where, okay, like I have to change some things in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I may have to pull this out so that I can focus on this. Um, and oh, like this is this is legit real. Like yeah. this is heading me in a direction of really a life just sold out for God. Right. And they don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, um, I can't do anything about that. Yep. I can't, I can't force them. We can't plug it enough. We yeah. can't like, cause I'm sitting here watching us. Like her hands are going, my hands are going. <laughs> I'm at what my husband would call an eight, nine, 10 <laughs> on the scale. But I've, I've talked to some women like, yeah, it didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but you do kind of have to desire yeah. grow spiritually. Well, and I will say, I will speak to this too, because I, I have been in this, in this very spot. Like, um, I just remember, a season of my life praying about self-discipline. Lord, I just, I really want (laughs) self-discipline in my life. I really just want more self-control. Lord, would you just, you know, this is one of the spiritual gifts. Like I'm desiring it, Lord, I'm asking for it. And I so distinctly remember him saying, consider the cost, Mm. consider the cost. Mm. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like consider the cost and like things are going to change. Mm-hmm. Things are going to, if, if I give mm-hmm. you more self-control and more self-disciplined, your personality will start to change. Yeah. And yeah. at first I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I kind of like that. I'm pretty like easygoing and go with the flow and kind of spontaneous. Yeah. And I have a lot of fun in my life. And you know what? Actually, you know what, Lord? I, th- I think that you're leading me to appreciate myself more and appreciate my personality more. And thank you so much, God, for highlighting that. Right? Like, I'm not kidding. This is where I was. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, had, had continued in like this, like it was probably about six months of just this high and low and this like undisciplined and just going with the flow and all this stuff and the fruit that that brought. And I just realized it just like occurred to me, 
holy cow, I considered the cost Mm -hmm. and I looked at God and I said, it's too high. Mm -hmm. Nope. I choose me. Mm -hmm. And I just so distinctly remember like crying out to the Lord, Lord, help me. Help me to lay down my life, my personality, everything about me, because I don't want to look like me. I want to look like you. I want to be crucified with Christ and, and be a walking picture of who you are to this world. I want to be the light. I want to be the salt. This, that is what I desire. Lord, like I chose wrong. The cost is not too high. Like, please Lord help me in this. And it was I'm not kidding. Like weeks after that, I have, I have it in my journal. Hmm. Like I have this like journal entry that I, that I wrote about this weeks after Deanna invites us to this spiritual Mm -hmm. growth class. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when you think about the cost, um, when we actually, you know, the, the thought came to me when you're like, presenting this and like, this could be bigger, Deanna. Mm. Honestly, um, I had to wrestle personally with what it was going to cost me. Yeah. And it's, it's something unusual that I don't, I don't know that um, many people understand what I say, but to me, the cost of the time and the work, yeah. that, that wasn't an issue that that's just yeah. what life is, yeah. you know, for me, it has been, and I can start seeing this on the other side of you know, my call to ministry, the cost has been that there's, there's an element of people out there who I love dearly, but I became too intense for them. Oh, I've, I've definitely been accused of that. And, um, I see them kind of not run from me, but run from me and distancing themselves. Yes. And, and qualifiers put on relationships to like, yeah, just, you know, be in relationship with me, but let's not don't bring that part of you. Don't yeah. yeah, don't bring that part of you. And I will tell you that is the most heart wrenching yeah. gut for me. Yeah. Is knowing that I see someone run from me. Yeah. Because they're like, she's just too intense. And I truly I don't say that because of me. I yeah. I, I really wish like you could break open and see. But that it is, it, it's so hurtful because I'm just like, man, I, I have prayed, dear, dear Lord, help me not to care about the spiritual growth of my sisters in Christ so much. Mm, yeah. Because I, every sister I see, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could just sit down with her yeah. and help her grow spiritually yeah. and see that, yes, it's difficult at times and it's challenging. But the other side of it yeah. is just so, it's there. Yeah. It's, it's like... I'm at where I think I, I I want to be and where God wants me to be, but yet yet I want it more next year. I want it more. And so, yeah, there is cost. Yes. Mm-hmm. There is cost. And I, I've learned that not everyone will be as gung-ho about this. Yeah. But for those that are, I'm excited for them. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. excited for them. My, yeah. my closing pitch would be on that note, would be just in um, the year of experience, almost a year of experience I've had with it, and having lots of friends on it as well. Um, The approach to me is what sets it apart. Um, Going back to what they just said about the cost, it is, whereas with most planners, and I've had a planner every year of my life since my mom would buy me one. (laughs) I've always wanted a planner. I'm obsessed with planning. Um, The to-do list, I love it all. Um, But the difference is approaching 
a regular planner. It's let me throw my plans onto this paper. Yes. And fill it up with what I've got going on, what I want to do, my goals, my dreams, my aspirations, my to-do list, fill it up and then step back and like, yeah, this looks good. This looks good. I can handle this. Yep. The approach to this is different. It is not, let's throw all my stuff on here. That That's a part of the evaluation process, mm-hmm. but it is not priority on the evaluation process. It is the approach of, no, the Lord has the plan back yep. to the Ephesians. He has these plans and good works prepared for me mm-hmm. for, you know, we're going into 2024 soon. For me, for Lauren, for Mama, for you listening, the Lord literally has things in twenty. Mm-hmm. If you are a believer, and He and they've got your name literally written on them, yeah, in yep. His plan, yeah. And are you simply just going to say, "Here's my twenty twenty four. I want to pray about it." And will you take Him up on the chance of if you ask Him, like Mama said at the beginning, what if He just says, "Yeah, I'll show you." Yeah, in February, I want you to be doing this. Mm. And the summer, I want you to set aside time because I know I'm going to give you something in the summer you don't know about yet, yeah. but you need to be prepped yeah. for when that comes down the road. Yeah. Or you're going to lose this friend or this mm-hmm. relationship. You're going to gain this relationship and you need to be prepared how to help this person through this. Mm. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You're going to lose a kid. how it works out. <laughs> you, it's, yeah. you need to be grown for something three years from now that we got to start the prep work now yes. yeah. in our in our yes. relationship with, yeah. with yeah. you and God. Mm-hmm. He knows it. He yeah. he knows yeah. it. Do you, do you think he, he knows it? That's not how you would say that. Right. Um, but yeah, you're, yeah. it's the approach of, Lord, here's my 2024 and here's the planner. I want you to fill it. Yeah. Here are the limitations you have already given me in right. my reality. Right. right. I want to honor those because you've given me that. I want to steward those. Yeah. But I know you've got a lot coming. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. to me is the difference. It's yeah. not what I want to throw into 2024. It's what is the Lord, the cost of maybe giving up some of what I want to do in 2024 Yeah, for what he has for me in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't just, this isn't just to organize you. Right. Right. Like get this, get this plan because you'll feel a lot better about yourself and you'll feel real organized and real real effective in your (laughs) life. Okay. Like that Uh, is not the goal. Yeah. That's not the heart here. Mm -hmm. Like the heart here is Lord, I want you to have all of me and all of my life and all of my workings and i'm considering the cost and it's and it's high lord but i want to learn how to crucify my flesh and yeah. crucify my life like i want to live for you and i want to shine for you lord teach me and show me the next just the next step yeah. the next step lord where where are you sending me I'm just grateful for, and you know, just want to say this for you, Lauren, because you were part of my spiritual growth plan that year. <laughs> just God sending you my yeah. way, and even just in the other things that you did with me, that we are now putting out there through my own ministry, mm-hmm. and um, even just like today, as we sit here doing this, we've got two ladies sitting in our office making edits on our second edition. Yeah. And um, when I sit here as just the visionary of something like that, mm. you. You just can't thank enough, um, but that's where you know, like God, you you yeah. really do. Yeah, you you are working these things Absolutely. out, and yeah, just so grateful. Yeah. So we're going to end this episode here. We've talked about the creation, the heart behind this plan. We've talked about its core values, its concepts, the goals that set it apart from anything you've ever done before. 
Um, if you can't tell, we're really trying to sell you on this. <laughs> we're really trying we're to plug. really passionate about this. But there's a reason. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. <laughs> Trust us here. Seriously. Um, but please come back next week. As next week's episode, we're going to get into the actual nitty gritty of we've talked it up, talked it up, hyped it up, hyped it up for, you what know, like two episodes <laughs> now. But like, what is, what are we actually doing? Like yeah. pencil what to paper. What is the spiritual growth plan? What is yeah. this? What are you guys talking yeah. about? And yeah. where can I get it? When can I get it? Blah, 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 blah. So in closing this episode, we are going to do our fun cup question, much lighter note <laughs> than our opening, you know, connection question. Um, <laughs> this one is what actress would play you in like a bi a biopic movie about your life? Okay, so you know, I'm gonna assume I understand what biopic is. It's, it's like your life story. It's like a biography, but a movie. Okay, yeah. Well, huh. um, I I know this because I've just kind of like you know, she's my age and. And um, it would be Jennifer Aniston. And um, because, you know. The resemblance I, is just uncanny. Shut up. <laughs> no, see, okay, so I had a birthday recently. And my husband got me her new line of products called Lola V for my birthday. It's Lola V. Oh, that too. And um, <laughs> that one too. It's hair care. It's like shampoo, conditioner, yes. hair detangler, gloss. Yes, because I mean, haven't we all like loved Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> She's known hair. for her hair. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so you know, I had the shampoo and the conditioner and the detangler, and so I yesterday I used it for the first time, and I came out of the shower, and Jeff's in the living room, and I, you know, kind of you know put something around me and everything, and I'm like, it didn't work, honey. And he's like, what? I'm like. Jennifer Aniston shampoo and conditioner. It didn't work. And he's like, well, how do you know? I said, because I thought when the bubbles ran down my body, it would change my body into hers. And I'd come out like looking like Jennifer Aniston. And he said this, he says, she only wishes she looked like you. Oh, what a good I know, hobby. I was know. Was it like that cringe? Too? Oh, yes. Cringe. Yes. What yes. a good cringe. hobby. It was very quick. I'm Brownie like, points, one. Jeff. Yeah. Brownie points. So I went back and I'm like, well, I still have to use the detangler. <laughs> so maybe that'll do it. Maybe, maybe that'll, that'll do, do all it. three steps. But I'm going to tell you, <laughs> there was a difference. Really? I am not a huge product pusher. Huh. We're making no money off of this plug. Feel free to sponsor though. Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer, if you want to send me some f lifetime free, I will. I will promote you out. But that detangler, because I have long hair. Yeah. Oh, it works. And my hair had a different feel. Oh. And I felt like Jennifer Aniston hair that night. <laughs> well, you better for what it costs. And that's why I want Jennifer Aniston to play me because she's got great hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were on the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lauren, who yes. would you want to play you okay. in the biopic of your life? I don't know if she's an actress, but I think she has been an actress before. But anyways, Brooke Hogan. And for those of you who don't know who that is, it's like us. Hulk Hogan. Hulk is it Hulk? Hulk. Hulk. Hogan. 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 Hulk. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Process this. <laughs> you know the wrestler, the dude that's uh -huh, like yeah. way too tan and wears yep. like the yellow like tank top. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so his daughter. They actually live in Tampa, which is where we were from, and or they have like a house there in Tampa. And I have literally this is now this is when I was much thinner and much blonder, uh, but I've literally been stopped by three people and asked if I was Brooke or related mm. to Brooke. And um, so yeah, I think that she maybe 
an actress or whatever. It's the high cheekbones. Mm. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm going with. It was the bone structure for sure when you yeah. showed me the picture. I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't yeah, see yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so look up Brooke yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Yep. And, and you may be seeing a biopic about Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to connect with us. To I wish make that. I looked like you know what, <laughs> Brooke. Can you send me some products <laughs> that I can spray all over my body and look like you? <laughs> We're still so vain. <laughs> okay, I just Erica. Be skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is hands down. I've thought of this so many times ever since I saw the movie A Star is Born, which I don't <gasps> completely endorse everything that happens in the movies. I Qualifier. know, but I I know it's rated R movie. and there's some stuff in there that blah, 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 blah. I skipped through. Blah, blah. There is, but, but it's such a good story. I love the story. But Lady Gaga, that movie just impacted me in such a way because her performance in that movie, yeah. it was like her first big like acting thing because she's mm -hmm. normally just a musician, mm -hmm. whatever. But like seeing her in that way, she just reminded me of me. She, yeah, we, she, all, we yeah. all kind of thought Many that as a family. Many yeah. people have told me like, you just give Lady Gaga vibes. Yeah. Mm. Because obviously I'm short. Yeah. I'm like 5'3". She is, I think she may be a little shorter than me. She's, yeah. she wears like 10 inch heels all the time. Yeah. yeah. She's <laughs> That's what we short people do. But, um, so she's very short. She's naturally dark headed, but dyes her hair blonde. Yeah. So it's fake. AKA me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, but she has the eyebrows that give her away. AKA mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Um, and she loves music and you know, I love music mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's just a vibe she gives. Cause I tend to be a little masculine energy. A yeah. lot. I'm not yeah. very feminine or, you know, yeah. girly and yeah. she's not feminine and girly she's kind of has this masculine energy to her yeah um so i just feel like a connection to her like oh. if I, i've always said my my unsaved spirit animal was lady, was gaga. lady gaga like yeah. if i was an unbeliever yeah. mm -hmm. i would be mm -hmm. going head yeah what's yeah. the phrase head over head heels long. head long both mm -hmm. of those into <laughs> yeah. the lady gaga world because i just yeah. have this connection with her yeah. yeah but that she would play me in a, in a thing about my yeah. life wouldn't they all be oh, honored and my, too? And my <laughs> best one, know, right? my best one is the nose, because I had never seen someone like. Yeah, I about, wasn't going to say that, but you have said that before. Yes. yes. My biggest insecurity, I, if I could change one thing about myself, it's always been my nose. I have half a triangle on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pure half a triangle, half a triangle. So <laughs> it really is. And I'm aware and I'm fine with that. That's how God made me, blah, blah, blah. But Lady Gaga has an, an even bigger half triangle and she has talked about it. Like her nose. She, she put, mentions it in the movie. She put it in the movie. Yeah. And she does this whole thing where she with, yes. grazes her nose. Yeah. And it becomes like a little thing with her and Bradley Cooper. And it's like a cute little couple moment. Yep. But she like acknowledged that she hated her nose. And like in her career, she had people tell her like when she was starting off, like you'll never make it because your nose. Yeah. She had people literally tell her that. Yeah. And she was like, okay. And she pulled that into the movie too. She pulled it in. Yeah. I just love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, a lot of times with singers, if they change that stuff. Yeah. You yeah. can't change your nose. Yeah. And your weight is a big one for singers. Mm -hmm. When yeah. like people who are like heavier lose a lot of weight, mm -hmm. their voice, they can lose their voice quality. It's yeah. crazy. It is. It wow. is odd. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you literally, yeah. You have to like sell your soul to become a part of that industry now. Yeah. Like yeah. change everything yeah. about yourself so well jennifer aniston brooke hogan and lady gaga feel free to reach out to us if you ever hear this we would love to work with y'all we'll send you we'll send you our memoirs we'll come up with a script i'll share the gospel of salvation if they're not yeah, believers right? yes hopefully they'll come be converted while they're making the movie about our lives yeah you know because yeah. that, that's happened before we're yes. like unbelieving actors mm -hmm. have yes, played it has christian 
like characters mm-hmm. and uh-huh. they are converted. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Hey, let's pray for that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. And on that note, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Like we said, please come back next week as we are giving you the actual um, information on what the spiritual growth plan is, where and when you can get it and get your hands on it um, and all that exciting stuff. And we will see you then. Hey, sisters. Thank you all so much for spending your time with us. We are excited and expectant for everything Jesus is going to do through these conversations. If you found this encouraging, insightful, or it brought you some moments of joy or laughter, go ahead and share this episode with your spiritual sisters to keep today's conversation going. Then come on back and hang out with us on the next episode of The Iron Women.